Welcome to On The Map. I'm Lee Carriher, your host. I'm the CEO and founder of Double Forte, a national independent public relations, social media, and communications agency. We are on a mission to help companies from the solopreneur to the mid-cap market maker achieve their goal, get on the map, be known for what they're great for, and make a difference in the world. At the end of the show, which is about 20-ish minutes, I will share with you how to become a guest on the show. So please stick around for that. In the meantime, here's the next 23, 24 minutes of greatness in marketing communications and helping people get on the map with real life advice. Here we go. Hi, everybody. It's Lee. I'm back with an On the Map with Taryn Kiermaier, who you are going to love hearing from. I'm so excited to introduce her to you. Taryn, thank you so much for joining me on On the Map. Thank you so much for having me, Lee. It's an honor to be here. Awesome. So uh, Taryn's with Remote Team Wellness, which once you hear what she does, you're going to be like, how can I sign up? So first of all, tell us about yourself. And how did you get to wherever you're from to Puerto Vallarta doing what you're doing? <laughs> that is a how much time you got. <laughs> okay, give us the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you the nutshell version of it. So I've been um, a holistic wellness practitioner for the last 12 years. I was actually trained as an osteopath, which is not a lot of people know what, what that is, but it's kind of an amalgamation between a chiropractor and a physiotherapist. Um, clinical practice wasn't really my thing. So in my journey, I basically did, ended up doing a lot of different work, consulting for hotels and resorts and doing different guest wellness experiences, as well as working with corporate teams in person to do team building retreats. That was pre-pandemic and the world looked so bright. I was about to travel all around South America and go, and go to a bunch of different hotels to help them out with their guest wellness programs. However, when the pandemic hit, I basically had to find a new way to service my clients remotely. So what I, I did what I know what's how to do best, which is offer a different virtual sessions. So I offered um, meditation sessions for people who were just having a lot of anxiety through what was happening with the pandemic. I offered yoga sessions, again, for people to just kind of come back to their bodies and feel a little bit more calm and relaxed with everything that was going on. And then in that process realized, because um, my partner was also attending these sessions and we, re we realized together that the corporate wellness space really hadn't shifted in the last 50 years to, to be very supportive in times of crisis. So, I mean, a cessation program is lovely, but it's probably not going to help when, you know, we have a global pandemic on our hands. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not really the support we really need in those kinds of situations. And so that's kind of how Remote Team Wellness was born because a lot of the people who were attending my meditation session started asking me for things for their teams and for their employees and um, asking for things that were beyond my scope. So I started calling upon wellness facilitators that I've had the opportunity of meeting in my time in the wellness industry, as well as other facilitators from around the world, because now I was presented with this unique opportunity to be able to bring global facilitators into companies um, to really help them with things that they were dealing with that really mattered to their work and life. So oh my gosh. that's how so I got powerful. where I got. <laughs> so powerful. Yeah. And tell me, um, so you started this business, when you transitioned to this business, when? 
I transitioned to this business in April 2020. Um, oh, right in there. Yeah, like you took a pretty much like figured it out. Yeah, like literally right in there. Because it, <laughs> it was literally like, I think this is the thing. People are asking if they can invite their team. People are asking if they can send this to their HR leader. And I was like, I think this is actually going to be a business. So that's the point at which um, my partner, who is my life and business partner, my co-founder as well. Um, and I decided like, let's put a name on this thing and just give it a go and see if we can start to do different sessions. Um, and we started literally with yoga, meditation and nutrition classes. And now we're up to about 50 different sessions. So wow. <laughs> pretty 50 amazing. Sessions a week or 50 sessions no, in a month? 50- Fifty different, fifty different types of programs that we offer. That wow, we offer for different programs. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, yeah. how did you get the word out? Like, so you had these people who are, you're already your personal clients. Mm-hmm. So, how did you flip the switch and then move from four programs to fifty programs? Like, how'd you get the word have- out? So I have the unique opportunity of having an incredible growth marketer as not only my life and business partner, but also he, he's in my corner as my growth marketer for our business. And so we pretty much got the word out by digging into the trenches and going straight into LinkedIn, going into and find, and it really took a little bit of refining of who to get the word out to, because at first it was like kind of just putting the word out and seeing who bit. Um, and then it really became a little bit more clear that our, our audience was people who were in charge of their team. So people who were in charge of HR, people who are in charge of ex- employee experience, benefits, all of those kinds of roles, um, EAs even, were like the people that were responsible for organizing these kinds of initiatives, well-being initiatives, wellness programs for teams. So it took a little bit of trial and error because at first we thought it was startup founders. At first we were trying to gear towards startup founders, but to be honest, as a startup founder myself, you 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 don't really have time as a startup founder to think about those kinds of incentives you're, while you're literally trying to build a plane and mm-hmm. as, as it crashes to the right, ground. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so really just finding the right audience was our biggest challenge. But now that we've found our niche and found that audience, it's pretty much, it, it's a very easy conversation because it's not really something we need to sell. It's just right. really about like finding the right time and finding the right solution for the team. Yeah. So did you do paid on LinkedIn or you were just doing posting on LinkedIn? What'd you do? Yeah, no, we just did. We just did posting. We we were really about the organic reach. So we did Mm -hmm. a lot of organic posting on LinkedIn. We also did a lot of partnerships with aligned partners who have, you know, blogs that talk about corporate well-being um, and also different, 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 um, different companies that have that have the incentive to sell our resell our services like health insurance brokers mm-hmm. um, that want to sell our experiences. We also have a, a virtual gifting partner that sells up, sells our experiences. So we found that a lot of our clientele has actually been built through collaboration with our partners. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, that's so far. I'm going to talk. And I just have another third question is, did you build an email list that you're, you're emailing to, or did you not do an email at all? We actually only just started email this January. So we've, we've just started get, yeah, we've just started getting our email list together, but we have quite a, quite, have quite a large email list. How big is your email moment. list now? Right now it's about 5,000. That's great. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. awesome it's pretty awesome for, for how, yeah. It's pretty awesome start for how we two, start. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Think about email list, right? So you started at 5,000 and um, we can talk about it later, but it, 
you know, so then you get some attrition, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But if you of start course. at 5,000, you're two, three, 4% growth. Oh my gosh, it's meaningful. Yeah. When you started two, it gets, it's just a long slog, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, it'll be interesting to talk to you like in a year to see how yeah. different the email converted for you than just the LinkedIn and the partnerships, because, um, you know, basically email is something that you're allow other people are allowing you into their lives right it's the closest thing we can do um Mm -hmm. and then the partners you know what you're doing with partners and on linkedin in terms of exposure Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. probably the most effective ways to build an email list exactly so but you built a business without it which is really impressive really impressive thank you let's let's talk about your partnership idea for a second you know Mm. none of us goes alone None of us is in a, you know, in a bubble. We're all in some mm-hmm. sort of ecosystem. How did you choose your partners? Mm. So again, like I, I'm very privileged to have a marketer in my corner, um, but how we really chose the partners is by looking and looking up and doing the research for who was talking about corporate wellness, who yep. was having these conversations mm-hmm. we, and who was, who was doing it consistently and had yep. been doing it for the longest. And from that place, we pretty much started approaching different partners and we now have like the opportunity of having partners approach us, which is always so flattering. Um, But to be, to just, to just go in a line with those people and be like, you know what, they sell something that's similar, but not quite the same as us. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can think about how we can connect in that way. Um, And that was really, that was really the MO to just kind of make a list of all of the services Mm -hmm. that were very similar to us. And we're also like having conversations about virtual events, the virtual space and Mm -hmm. see how we could collaborate in that way. Awesome. For everybody who's listening, this is genius, right? This is genius. I mean, your, you. your partner's awesome. So yeah, he, he is a genius. He's literally do, a genius. do more of that. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. um, we can all, you know, our part, whoever you align with that says something about you and it says something about them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, totally. and it just, you know, exponentially increases your profile exponentially increases your profile. And is it all going to be a one-to-one relationship? No, don't worry about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Um, it's more about just getting onto their platforms and you putting them on your platform so you can, um, can take advantage, not take advantage, but leverage each other so that you can create a better service. So Absolutely. You know, it's so, so smart. Yeah. Um, and it's and- mutually beneficial too. I mean, that's the piece and you, you know, mm. your business, right. Is just of service to people, right. To, of, exactly. to create better lives, exactly. um, which, you know, I I'll co-sign to that. And, um, so I, I can only imagine, um, and I think it's interesting. So I really am very impressed with that. And I also really impressed on like, you know, you're probably, were you posting articles and all that kind of stuff on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, Definitely. this thought leadership, because you were figuring out who was talking about it and figuring out what the keywords, and I'm sure your partner like figured out, you know, what was producing better and you refined it over time, right? Yes, absolutely. But mm-hmm. absolutely. you can build an entire business on LinkedIn and through partnerships. She didn't have an email until a month ago, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so impressive. Um, and what I really, you know, at Double Forte, we say better to do one thing really, really well than to, to do more than one thing like crappily, which is not a word. Absolutely. Like mediocrely, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I like it as a word. I'm co-signing not on that word. No, it just crappily. says what it is, right? Don't do crap. So, um, 
because you you know too often I think entrepreneurs are like I have to be here I have to be there I have to be here I have to be there and we just you know that's not your business you you have a yeah. partner who's doing this but they're a partner in other pieces right exactly. so um, do what you know how to do right and and do totally. one thing at a time and then see and and you sounds like on LinkedIn you were figuring out who your audience is where to go adjusting your text all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you got to try you're never going to get it right out of the gate. Agencies don't get right out of the gate. Agencies plan for learning, plan for, mm-hmm. you know, the refinement and the honing, right? Mm-hmm. So um, uh, that is just so, so smart. If you can copy, Sharon, you should, because no, it was just so, so smart. And look what you've done. Four programs to 50 programs. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. How many you. clients do you have today? Thank you. We have well, active. So we, we do different types of sessions. Yeah. At first, we were focusing on kind of one-off sessions and also monthly recurring programs. Mm-hmm. Um, in our monthly recurring program, we currently have 17 clients, which is pretty amazing because that's it's literally yeah. just different things every month and getting to work with amazing facilitators all the time. In our once in our one-off program, we, we currently have about 20 people that we're doing, 20 clients that we're doing different sessions for over the next year, um, which is really incredible as well. Although that that's not necessarily our our the meat and bones of our business anymore, just because meat it's not as or the bread and bones. butter as we went. The bread and butter, yeah. <laughs> that, I want a dish. hamburger. Give me a hamburger. <laughs> I always want a hamburger. I really do want a hamburger. And <laughs> I haven't been. I haven't found my burger here in Puerto Vallarta yet, so I really do want a hamburger. Just putting it out there. <laughs> but but honestly. So that 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 isn't necessarily our main focus of our business anymore. Just because we are really we're really seeing a lot more habit change and engagement through our monthly programs. Obviously, just because there's that piece of consistency that comes with having clients that are showing up at the same time every right. month. You know, to the set to a program that they're getting used to. They're getting used to our, our facilitators, to our hosts. Whereas if you do just just do like a one-off session, it kind of it does more to just tick a box rather than to actually create something that's sustainable and consistent for the team. And that's really what we're after. So just like you're saying, like we're trying to help people actually to improve their lives rather than to just be like, yeah, we did something. Can't do it now. A lot of one-offs together to make that work. Exactly. Exactly. What's the best. And, you know, um, so in terms of the size of company that you're serving, what Mm. do you find is your sweet spot in terms of the number What, you know, are yeah. is it 10,000 people? Is it a hundred people? Is it 20 people or is it all over the map? I will tell you, it is not 10,000 people. <laughs> it's not 10,000 people because engaging 10,000 people virtually is hard. Yeah. Um, but um, our sweet spot's probably around 150 to 250 at this point. Um, we're really having quite good, quite good conversations and quite good engagement in those in those veins, just because mm-hmm. there are obviously always, always naturally those people who want to step to the front and then there are those people who want to kind of pull back and just observe. And we find that that's usually quite a nice balance in those larger groups. We do have a lot of small smaller teams as well, but I'd say our smallest team is around 30. Um, and then our largest team being around 5,000. So it's really, so, but again, like not all 5,000 are on at the same time. Very rarely is, does that, does that happen? So it's mm-hmm. just, it's just also an iterative process of, you know, seeing who shows up and like knowing what software to be using in those situations of like, we have larger teams and then we have the smaller yeah. teams and what tools of engagement to use as well. Mm-hmm. But I say the sweet spot, definitely 150 to 250. Got it. Mm. And these are all 
teams from the same organization? Are these, these aren't teams that are made up of people from different companies? Yeah. So everyone's from the same company. And so like we, we work with company just based on different companies having different goals and different initiatives and also different, a diverse, a very diverse team in general. Right. So our, a lot of our, a lot of our sessions are around team building and around just making sure that there is some level of engagement other than just being a Zoom meeting. Right. So, so as, um, Companies are now going back into the office eventually, one assumes somehow. Um, how do you think your business is going to change? It's interesting that you ask that. Um, we've been thinking, I've, I've really been thinking about it for the last year because, I mean, last year there was also like, oh, we're going back into the office. So, no, we're not. And then we're maybe yeah. going back into the office and right. no, we're not. So, <laughs> there's been this up and down for the last little while. And I think. Honestly, a part of my business that's really going to change is um, our offering of live sessions. Yeah. So we, we will continue to do live sessions like as long as the business is in operation. But I think that we're also going to start to add an on-demand element to our, yeah. to our sessions just because it makes the most sense. And we also already have so much content now from the last yeah. two years that we can now start to use as content for, you know, content to just kind of fill um, employees' calendars as still as a meeting, but more as a webinar um, meeting. So it's still something that's kind of man, like, like integrated into the workday. Yeah, exactly. But it can be at, at any time that people actually want to in, engage with it rather than being a live session. Another thing that we've really started considering, and we've had a lot of companies interested in, especially now the travel starting to become a little bit more normalized again in our retreats and especially like executive leadership retreats. I do live in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, which is a beautiful place uh, to kind of connect with your team. So you're going to start doing more in-person experiences from um, like wellness retreats to all the way through to just like full-on business retreats that have a wellness element wonderful mm-hmm. um yeah i'm like my mind is spinning <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah. so, um just before before i lose this thought you know, so you had four and now you have 50 what sort of you know what's a, a a program that you offer that you're like i never thought in a million years we'd offer this program hmm in a, that's a sound, I, I guess like sound journeys. I didn't realize oh, yeah. that Soundscapes. Like soundscapes and sound mm-hmm. therapy would be as, I don't know, instru- excuse the pun, no pun intended, but instrumental as it has mm-hmm. been in a lot of team relaxation sessions. It's, it's a really incredible, it's a really incredible way to just kind of bring your team together for a very different experience. It's yes. quite soothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not necessarily a program that I was like, huh, that would be a natural, a natural right. pick, but we actually had a company last year be like, do you do any like sound journeys or anything? And obviously I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur, so of course I do. Of course we do. <laughs> of course Absolutely. we do. <laughs> In fact, on no. <laughs> And so we found the, an absolutely incredible sound practice, like sound um, yep. sound therapy practitioner who does different sound experiences, um, and she has a whole setup. Like I, I honestly could not even do right, half right, right. what she does. So that's the other amazing thing about my business is that it's not just partnerships through our marketing, but it's also partnerships with our facilitators. So mm-hmm. we have a really incredible and well-vetted um, range of facilitators and sessions that like, it takes a long time <laughs> to find right. these people and oh, to try yeah. to, you know, put them all together. And so that's been a really incredible part of this, of this process as well as meeting these amazing facilitators who 
maybe wouldn't necessarily get found by Susan in corporate, but Karen, Karen's been digging through, Karen's been digging um, through the annals of of, of all of the internet for the last two years to find these people. The sound bath is really something um, Mm. so interesting. It's taken um, on, particularly as people weren't able to go to their religious um, uh, houses of worship, whatever it Mm. was. Um, those people who were more spiritual than religious really gravitate towards the sound bath. Yeah. And, um, one of our clients is Grace Cathedral in San Francisco, and they offer a sound bath as well. And what's so interesting about the sound bath is that because it's not associated with religion, but it's such a, it becomes such a spiritual, mm. um, ex- you know, uh, experience. Yeah. Totally. Right? Um, and I think what's interesting, just tying up a lot of loose ends here, you know, the corporate and the, the office has taken on such a more important moral compass in um, Americans' lives over the last five, five, six years, um, at mm-hmm. the same time as religion is going down. And then we have the pandemic and we have this mm-hmm. thing, all the things together. So I'm really impressed. Um, yeah, because really what you're talking about there with the sound is um, that may not have been their intention, but um, sort of a much different kind of experience that transcends work, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, everything you're doing Absolutely. transcends work and acknowledges mm-hmm. that we are people who go to work. And if we are not yes. well, we cannot work well. Um, and we're just, you know, and I think the last two years has demonstrated that to the nth degree. And um, kudos to you for filling that huge ass gap in the world. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Huge ass gap. A huge ass gap. Seriously. And it it made me wonder like, how has this gap never been questioned or filled before? Because no one cared about it until people started dropping like flies, not even literally, I mean, literally and figuratively. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%, 100%. Well, I'm so impressed. Uh, one, in your business and people. Get 200 people, 150 people. Oh my gosh, call Taryn right now. We'll have all the, your links in, in the show notes page. Thank you. Um, and then two, about how you did this, how you got, you know, you can have a mm-hmm. great idea, but if you can't get in front of the right people, it doesn't yeah. matter, right? Exactly. And how you did it was <laughs> so brilliant in terms of focusing, focusing, focusing. Um, and then- you know, adding one thing and now adding the third thing, two years, you're in your third year now, adding mm-hmm. your third thing. So yes, really the building process that will create your sustainability, you've really demonstrated that. So congratulations to you. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Lee. I feel like you just, you just made my day. On oh, so many levels. So <laughs> thank well, that's you. My I, really job. I want to make that. people's day. Tell Aww. me, tell everybody how they can get hold of you and your company. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you want to get hold of me, my email address is Karen at remoteteamwellness.com. My name is spelled T-A-R-I-N. Um, and if you want to get a hold of the company, we are, you can find us at remoteteamwellness.com or we're on all the social medias at remoteteamwellness.com, except for Twitter, we are at remote team well. Yes. Awesome. So um, go look at all those links, start following her, make a phone Thank call. You. Get them into your company because um, your team will so appreciate this work. Uh, Thank you, Taryn, so much for sharing your story and you did it because I think that's what um, 
that's what the goal is on the map is how great companies get on the map and what are you doing in the world of changing it? And you're an excellent example of that. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Well, thank you so much, Lee. It's been a pleasure to speak to you today. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. All right, everybody. I'm Lee Carraher and this is On the Map. Thank you so much for listening to On The Map. If you're a successful entrepreneur of a company or if you are a a marketing executive who has had success on getting on the map in your industry or your location or among certain different consumers or customers, I would love to talk to you about how you did it, what programs and tactics you use to become known, become famous for what you do, the difference you make for your customers and your clients or your consumers. Um, In order for you to apply, just go over to my website, go.double-forte.com backslash podcast slash guest. And that's a mouthful. It'll be in the show notes. So just go down there and apply. We are publishing on the map all the time with awesome guests who are sharing for from the trenches ideas and success stories that we can all apply in our own businesses. So to get all of the shows and not miss anything, please subscribe. And I so appreciate you if you can also give me a thumbs up or give me a rating. This helps the show be seen. I can't under, you can't underestimate the power of a a thumbs up and I would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And now it's time for you to go get on the map.